Hi, welcome to my channel. My name is Lisa Alistway, and on this channel, you will find a variety of inspirational and informational videos. My guest today is Tamson Fidel. Tamson is an author, a storyteller, a newscaster, and entrepreneur. Tamson also hosts a podcast called Coming Up Next and is the author of the new single, which delivers tools, insights, and hope to other women in the midst of their own divorce experience. I will be linking her website down below for your reference. Welcome, Tamson. Oh, thank you so much. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to talk to you today about all things bold. Oh, yes. That's the only way to be, right? Absolutely. So first things first, how do you define bold? You know what? I, I think it's uh, having no fear, but having no fear after you've moved through that door, you know, I keep saying in my mind, I have to unlock my bold. And I think, you know, we all have it somewhere in there. We all have that bold. And I feel like we've got to like move through this little keyhole, unlock it and get to the other side. And, and, and that's what I feel like it is. And I think it's defined differently for everybody. You know, I found mine after I went through a, a very painful divorce. Uh, some people find it when they lose a job. Some people, you know, have it when they're, you know, just trying to get through a big life change or transition. And so that word kept, I kept running up against that word all the time. Every time I had a big change in my life and uh, it sort of stuck with me. It sort of, it sort of stuck with me. Yes. I think, um, you know, you had had a milestone birthday recently turning 50. Yes. And I think for a lot of people, that, that is a bold time because, <laughs> you know, it's a midlife evaluation. And sure. I think sometimes people have to think about, you know, maybe like you said, there's some changes that I'm going through, maybe voluntarily, sure. maybe involuntarily. And so the best thing to do is, you know, think about being bold at this time in life versus maybe other times in life. Yeah, there's no question about that. You know, I, I think uh, turning 50 was a big deal for me. Uh, talking about it openly was a big deal for me because I don't think we we did that for a very long time. We kind of always want to, we're in a society where we want to anti-age and stay young and not really talking about it and, you know, filter our faces and always look the, you know, look like we did 20 years ago. And so I think it's a, it's a difficult time. There's a, a time of a lot of acceptance. There was for me anyway. Uh, it was the same year I actually got married after, a, you know, a divorce several years before I never Never thought that would happen again. And so, um, yeah, it was a, it was a, a pivotal time for me, and, but an exciting time and a time also that I've realized that, you know, I've, I say this, these words, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Cause I feel like we're on the, I'm on this other side of being so panicky and anxious about everything. So there's a little bit of a relief in all of it as well. Most definitely. And I think, you know, for a lot of people to kind of push through those doors, those barriers, they have to kind of see beyond that. Um, so what would you say would be some things to come kind of overcome the fear of being bold? You know, I think that everything comes down to consistency and habit. It really does. I think at the end of the day, you know, when you've done something over and over again and start to make habits of how you want your life to look and how you want it to lay out and who you want to be in a year from now or five years from now, that helps gives you a confidence and gives you that bold. I learned that from my 82 uh, year old father who said, you know, the days that you don't feel like you're, you're confident is because you have not developed those habits habits give you confidence. Consistency gives you confidence. And those are really true words and words that I, I try to live by. So if I'm not feeling good about something or feeling insecure about it or feeling afraid or not confident, I try to start developing habits, little ones, you know, it's not about a big new year's resolution, little ones, but little ones to help me become a little more confident and then become bold. Most definitely. So I know you have some steps that help you unlock your being bold. 
Can we go through those uh, starting with decluttering your mind? Yes. I I think that is just, it's just so huge. You know, we are filled with a whole bunch of noise, right? We're running in all different directions. And I think that the, the biggest fear that I have anyway, is that I'm so caught up in everything that's going on and every distraction that I'm not really paying attention to, to where I am. And so I think you really do have to declutter that. And everybody does it in a different way. You know, I'm a big list person. I'm somebody that really has to like stay focused. I need that help to be able to stay focused. And so that's super important for me to be able to declutter, you know, where I am and, and what's going on so I can pay attention to really what's, what's important. Yes. And I know like if your house is in clutter, it zaps you of your energy. So I think the same analogy could be made to your mind. If you, it's just full of stuff, you've got to like clear it out to only what's important. Yeah. There's no question about that at all. You know, I try to, um, pretty much a minimalist and I, I really try to keep things very streamlined. And I notice even if my bed is not made in the morning or something as silly as my, you know, nightstand is a big mess. I'm like frazzled by it all. So I think that that's important. And I think that helps you get to that next step in those help habits develop. Right. And so I, I, it's kind of like my personal Marie Kondo for the mind, because if your mind is stuck, you cannot clearly see what's next. Yes. And so next you say to unlock your bold, you should be honest with your goals. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I think we find ourselves sometimes working in a direction of one thing and then it kind of keeps us busy, but we only realize it's not the real end game that we were looking for. So um, I think you have to really be honest about that in what matters to you, what's going to have an impact on your life, what's going to have an impact on your family's life. Where do you really want to be in a year from now? What do you want your morning? What do you want to wake up like? How do you want to wake up in the morning? How do you want to end your day? I think we have to be honest with ourselves because we get, and I find myself do it a lot. I get caught up in a phone conversation with somebody else's goals or dreams or, or ambitions or whatever they're doing. And then all of a sudden, you know, a weekend or two days in, I go, well, what am I, why am I doing this? I I didn't even want to do this ever. So I think it's important to really be honest with ourselves. And that goes back to decluttering your mind. So you have less noise in there and you can actually hear what it is you want. Yes. And I think also like when setting goals and being honest with yourself, you need to acknowledge like your flaws, your weaknesses, Mm -hmm. everything. And it's not only being honest with yourself, but also others. It's very bold to be honest, period. That's a bold activity. Yeah. It's, it's scary. I'll tell you what it really is. But uh, when you do it, you feel so good. Yes. Uh, Next one is to quit comparing yourself. Mm. You know, uh, th- I think this has gotten more prevalent. I'm a, I'm a Gen X girl. And so you know, we didn't have the social media. We didn't have the, we had a phone call or we had somebody that was popular in school or somebody that was working a cool job, but we didn't have scrolling and liking and hearting and ticking and talking. And we, and we didn't have all that. And don't get me wrong. I, I, appreciate and love social media for a lot of the different benefits that it brings, but I, I think that we have to have our own goal out there. Uh, just, you got to figure out how to unlock it, but I think you have to also determine what it is that makes you unique and makes you different. And if you don't figure that out and you don't not only figure it out, but appreciate it and embrace it, then you're always at a deficit. Most definitely. I think that's a really good tip because, you know, you can't pair your weakness with somebody else's strength that they're showing on social media. Mm-hmm. And so if you can get inspiration from social media, great, but- great compartmentalized and don't, uh, don't compare. 
Um, next one is you say, live your someday, someday today. Yes. This really happened when I uh, turned maybe 49 to 50, but you know, we go around all the time saying someday I'm going to travel a lot. Someday I'm going to run a marathon. Someday I'm going to start that online course, learn a new language. That someday is right now. We're not promised anything. We're not promised tomorrow, next week, next year. And I think that if we, and that doesn't mean to be frivolous and crazy, quit your job and, you know, run all over the world, but you really do have to think about what do you want that someday and start working toward that today. And what could you start right now to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Definitely being, being bold is, means being decisive. And I think um, you have to break through those fears that we mentioned earlier so that you don't stay in the what ifs and the some days, because mm-hmm. like you said, you can get definitely stuck there. Um, the last one is don't be perfect. Be pleased. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, I bring this back to my dad again. He said to me one day, you're so afraid to fail. It doesn't have to be perfect to get started. And I said, Hey, what do you read memes now on Instagram? You know, but this is just, it's, 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 it's knowledge and it's experience and it's, you know, it's what it is. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to let go achieve goals, but, um, but you don't have to get so wrapped up in the details that you never get started or you never accomplish what you're going after. And I think that, uh, you know, I find that with a lot of people that I've talked to, and I talked to a lot of women's groups that say like, I'm so stuck. I don't know where to go next. What's next now? What, uh, big words. And every once in a while, we have to be thankful for where we are. Be pleased with where you are. It doesn't mean this is it. This is the only thing you have to give. And it's all over from here. But I think if you give yourself a little bit of thanks, be kind to yourself, just like you're kind to other people, you can move on to that next step. You can be pleased with yourself. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. And I don't even know if there's such a thing as perfect, quite frankly. Right. Right. And, you know, and and being bold, you're, you're taking actions and sometimes you'll have failures and that's where being kind, like you said, is so important. I think it's sometimes more of a failure not to try. It's not the failure per se. So what regret do you have when you don't try something? You know, you really do. Even if you look back to when you were younger, you just got out of school or you were doing your first job every once in a while, you, you look back and go, gosh, why didn't I try that when I was, you know, 26 years old, 22 years old. And so you just don't want to get into that. And I, and I think you got to keep moving forward because all these are lessons. And, you know, quite frankly, at the end of the day, uh, it's about your experiences and it's about your relationships. It's not how many likes, it's not how many downloads, it's not how many, whatever it is, but it, you know, it, it comes down to the basics at the end of the day, no matter how, uh, how far we go in technology and how far we go in success, whatever success means. Yes. Yes. So do you have some bold role models that you look up to and who are they? You know, I do. I, I keep bringing up my father, which I, uh, I spent a lot of time with him actually over this, uh, Christmas holiday. And I, I keep bringing him up. He, he lost, um, his first wife, my mom, when he was uh, 50 years old. And then he just recently this year lost my stepmom, both to breast cancer. And I look at him and I go, what, what is bolder than getting out of bed in the morning and having to start another day after loss like that. And I, and I just, he's just gone to the top of my list and I've always worshiped my father, but he's really gone to the top of my list, you know, there, because I mean, what, what else is there at the end of the day, beside that love and those relationships and to have both those gone and for him to still be able to get up every day and to smile and to appreciate the day. I, I find that extremely bold. And then, you know, I've been really blessed to interview a lot of incredible, incredible women and a lot of incredible people who are change makers out there. And, um, 
I don't know if I, I single one out in particular, but I, I think there are several that I'm just really always impressed with. Somebody whose book I read just recently, uh, Norma Kamali wrote the book, I Am Invincible. And I'm just, I don't know, I, I worship what she's done. She just continues through the decades to appreciate each one of them and then still be real about it. And that's nice to see. It's nice to see somebody that appreciates the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and uh, let you know it's okay to get older and it's okay to pro-age and it's okay to still believe you can do anything uh, that you want to do until we're not here anymore, you know? Yes, most definitely. Uh, you had mentioned that you lost your mother to breast cancer. I know that's an important topic to you. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just wondering if, you have any encouraging, bold advice for somebody who's going through a chronic condition or supporting somebody through a chronic condition? Yeah, you know, I think I you know I know a lot more about supporting somebody through it, and I, I uh, because I was there for both my mother and most recently for my stepmother. And you know, I just think at the end of the day, it's not to to. Um, I found myself at some points trying to solve the problem. Like I'm going to solve it. I'm going to, I'm going to help it make it better. And I think sometimes that puts additional stress on somebody. And I said, so I, I decided, you know, this time around when I was sitting, uh, you know, next to my stepmom and going there to visit her is to just make each moment as enjoyable and stress-free as possible and try to have that healthy outlook and try to be encouraging because at the end of the day, that that's, you know, that's what we have. And that's what I was able to do. I couldn't cure something, but I could help, you know, I could help make her feel a little bit better and instead of make myself feel better by achieving something by helping her. Awesome. Very good. Um, one more question. Um, so your book is called the new single book and it helps women going through a divorce and divorce yeah. is very common one in two marriages in a divorce. And there's a lot of people that are going through one currently. I know you've gone through one. Um, <laughs> what bold advice tips insights would you give to somebody who's dealing with this right now? You know, I got this from uh, somebody that I wasn't particularly fond of, but gave me great advice. And he gave me a big hug uh, after I had, um, you know, my divorce came out, the papers and stuff. And he said, it's not going to be like this one year from now, 365 days from now, it's just not going to be like this. And I thought, oh, every day is a million hours, it felt like. And he was right. You know, I, I think that um, I... I think you learn a lot. I think that these big life changes and transitions are just the way they are. And those happen in no matter, you know, there's a lot of heartbreak, but there's also a lot of lessons that come in these kind of times of change. And I think you have to go forward and figure out what that is going to be for you. And you have to, you have to forgive yourself if you're upset with yourself or I don't know, not feeling like you failed somehow, you have to forgive yourself and move forward because that is an energy suck. And that is not going to move you forward in any other way. I, uh, when I went through my divorce, I took it 90 days at a time, you know, cause that was the only way that I could sort of figure out what the next part of my life was going to be mm -hmm. change my environment, change my friend structure, figure out how I was going to live my life differently, make sure I stayed healthy and what I was eating and what I was yeah. doing and my habits. And those were all really important things to keep a structure uh, when I was going through a big change like that. Yes, most definitely. And you're not alone. If somebody is going through this, a lot of people have experienced this for my yeah. own, because I've gone through a divorce. Um, a sense of humor is one of the best things that helped me yeah. through it because, you yeah. know, life, you got to find the irony side of life um, and 
not take everything so seriously. And, you know, it's always a new day and new year, uh, new things, new doors that'll be opening for you. So great. Yeah. There's no question about that. I think the the most important thing you can do is fall back in love with yourself first, not try to give yourself that pressure to get back out there and find somebody because you don't want to make the same mistake. You don't want to be going after the same type of person or the same person or just be in a relationship uh, premature. So it was really important that I figured out who I was and I liked myself again. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, any last minute, uh, bold advice or tips you want to give the audience? Oh, you know, I think, uh, lift each other up. I think that that's the boldest thing somebody can do instead of compete and compare. I think that that is something that at the end of the day, when you put your head down on the, on the pillow at night, it just makes you feel like a, a person that you want to be. And I think that it helps lift you up as well. Oh, awesome. Well, you lifted me up today by oh, appearing good. on my uh, podcast. So I appreciate that. And thank um, you so much. Yes. And uh, if you guys like this video, please give it a thumbs up and don't forget to share and subscribe and hit the bell to be alerted to when the next video drops. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Tamson. Thank you.